Conversations on Economic Opportunity, produced by Ann Arbor Spark. Ann Arbor Spark is a public private academic partnership that's creating economic activity and prosperity in the Ann Arbor region. Joining me today is Aaron Ryda, IT Director for Ford Labs. Thanks for coming in today. Yeah, happy to be here, Paul. Great. So we're real excited about um, Ford Labs and the fact that you're here in mm -hmm. Ann Arbor. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people, what is that? <laughs> so wh why did Ford Motor uh, Company create Ford Labs? Yeah, sure. And uh, just so you know, we're excited to be in Ann Arbor as well. Uh, Ford Labs is really a brand we've created around uh, building IT software products a different way. So, you know, we are part of our corporate IT organization. And it's really an outcropping of our partnership with Pivotal Software. You know, a little over a year ago, Ford invested quite a bit of money into Pivotal Software um, as an equity investment. And we're also a big customer of theirs in terms of their product and their services. And the relationship we've developed uh, set the foundation for building Ford Labs, which is about uh, small teams coming together to build great software products using modern software engineering tools. Okay. So tell us about the work you're doing here in Ann Arbor. Yeah, so Ford Labs is currently has about a half a dozen projects that are active right now. Um, we're not focused on one specific area. Uh, we're doing work in support of our Ford Smart Mobility efforts. Okay. <clears throat> we're also working on projects related to marketing, sales, and service. And we're also doing some just experimentation with our research and advanced engineering teams. Um, those projects kind of fit. Um, what we're doing here because the whole model of how we work is let's create a hypothesis, let's test that hypothesis in a really fast way, and based on the results, we'll keep going or okay. we'll stop the project. Okay, okay. So, so how many people are, are here working? Um, you know, it really flexes sure. from week to week, um, but on a kind of a permanent basis, we have about, about 35 Ford employees based here, and uh, we do have, uh, you know, I mentioned Pivotal Software, they have about 15 of their employees actually co-located with us, with working side-by-side side with us um, on a daily basis. And then the great thing is, too, we've got a lot of our team members from Dearborn that come out to Ann Arbor um, you know, multiple times during the week to spend time with the teams as well. So our office is getting pretty full already. Well, you, you are our neighbor. Uh, folks that know about Spark and listen to these podcasts yeah. know that we're located in what is being, still being called the McKinley Town Center. We're yeah. not sure, <laughs> since we yeah. have a new landlord, yeah. uh, what they might uh, change the name to. But you know, we know that in, in our engagement with, with you uh, and the company, uh, that you looked at a lot of other locations. What was important about being in Ann Arbor for you? Yeah, uh, it's a common question we get. You know, and it started about uh, a little over two years ago when, you know, as we started to see kind of this idea of a four labs um, facility take shape, you know, the question we had was, do we do it in Dearborn or do we need to go outside of Dearborn? You know, as you know, Ford has most of its office space sure. in, you know, across our Dearborn campus. Mm -hmm. And the first incarnation of four labs did start there, right? We took, we took over some space, we created some, a different type of workspace, more mm -hmm. collaborative environment, mm -hmm. and that was working out okay for us. But when it came down to it, as we looked at the, the talent we wanted to, to recruit, uh, the environment we wanted to create for the teams, uh, we knew that we wanted to push a little bit further than Dearborn. We looked at Detroit, we looked at Ann Arbor. Um, I think what really stood out for Ford, for Ann Arbor was, we've already got a great connection into um, Ann Arbor, largely the university, sure. right? We do a lot of recruiting a lot of at U of M. 
We've got a great partnership with U of M on research That's activities. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so there's just a really strong bond there. Uh, Proximity-wise, you know, Detroit is closer to Dearborn, but we felt that um, Ann Arbor offered the connection to the university and a lot of local tech companies that um, were really willing to work with us and mm -hmm. the relationship we built with other tech companies in Ann Arbor as well as Spark, and right. you know, a lot of that is through our Spark relationship, right. uh, has been great to take advantage of. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because we, we know that uh, many companies, uh, as they think about um, how, to, how to bring more innovation, more, more talented people into their, their company, uh, one of the things that is important, I think, is us as a location, is that talent likes to be in this sort of mixed-use environment, yeah. right? And so, uh, you know, we're a model as compared to sort of the the science park model. And I guess when you when you talk about the Dearborn campus, that is actually more like the science park model. And what I mean by that is discrete buildings that are yeah. uh, engaged in a particular activity. And so uh, one of the things that we've noticed with companies uh, like Ford, and in this case Ford Labs, but others, TD Ameritrade is another one of your neighbors in this building. Absolutely. Same kind of concept. They said, you know, this is a place where we can uh, access that, that innovative climate uh, that includes talent and access to other companies. So yeah, and what's interesting too, Paul, I might just add is, not only are we building those relationships, I mean, Ford, wherever we go, is, feels really strongly about being part of the community and contributing back to the community as well. So mm -hmm. while we're you know, leveraging these relationships and building new relationships, we also want to kind of give back to the community. And we're doing a lot of work looking at how do we host more events? How do we open up our doors? We were part of Tech Track and right. other events already just right. in our short time right. here in Ann Arbor already. Right. So that's part of it is, is that uh, we like to share with the audience because there's a lot of people that listen that um, tech, that's what Tech Track kind of was about yeah. in, in its initial. We wanted to sort of peel back, if you will, the, the, the external surfaces of the buildings here so that people understood that there is a very vibrant technology uh, community in downtown Ann Arbor that if you're just walking at street level, Maybe you'll see a couple signs, but what you're really seeing are the restaurants and everything else that people experiences in downtown Ann Arbor. But in, above and in, intertwined among all these buildings are, we, we have a count, at least the Tech Trek participants, 70 companies and, mm -hmm. and over uh, probably over 4,000 uh, people working specifically in high tech activities. And if, if you took that and you just put that out maybe out in a greenfield site, people would be going, wow, that much, that much energy, that many companies, that many people, yeah. that's really great. But it, it gets lost in the community. So we were real pleased that, that um, <coughs> you, you wanted to participate in Four Labs. And I think um, for, you wanted Four Labs to participate in TechTrack, I should say. And that there was a lot of excitement from people about that, that they could come see you. We I were think. absolutely blown away by the number of people that came through our space and wanted to know more about Four Labs. It mm -hmm. was just an outstanding event for us. That's great. That's great. Well, um, one of the things that we wanted to highlight about what you're doing here uh, is that you uh, have that approach that that is very interesting, which is writing software in terms of a, a pair programming mm -hmm. approach, which is a collaborative approach to development. Tell, tell our audience a little bit more about that because we know there, there are some companies that have taken that as an approach and it's very interesting to know that Four Labs is doing that. Yeah, you know, so peer programming is something that we've introduced as part of Ford Labs within Ford. And in the industry, you know, other companies are doing it. Local companies are mm -hmm. doing it as mm -hmm. well. 
Um, essentially what it is, it's two software engineers working on the same uh, workstation. So two screens, two keyboards, but one CPU. And the model behind peer programming as one of the practices within extreme programming is, you know, essentially two brains are better than one, right? When you have two engineers working on code mm -hmm. together, you've got one driving, one navigating, um, you get better outcomes. Uh, you have um, defects decrease, the quality of the code that's written in increases dramatically. And then the other benefits that we're really, we're really seeing with this practice is, you know, there's not a single software engineer that knows our code base, right? Because teams are always pairing, uh -huh. and working with someone else, the, the, the awareness and the knowledge of the code base okay. increases across the team. So the knowledge of that code base is held within the team, not that single rock star engineer mm -hmm. that's working on it. So that's a, it really helps to mitigate that typical risk we would see. Okay. The other thing it allows us to do, and we're seeing great benefits of this too, is it increases the competency of our other of software engineers. So if we have one engineer that really knows a, a, a language, mm -hmm. and we pair them with someone that doesn't know the language as well, but is versed in software engineering, they can quickly come up to speed by pairing together to learn that. Because what, what, what our focus is is developing full stack engineers, okay. right? Software engineers that can go up and down the stack of technologies and move from team to team and bring those skills with them. And we found it just to be a really powerful tool to increase the overall capability of our team. So in the case of Ford Labs, the, the, the pairing process, is that are they paired for a particular project or for a particular period of time? Because I know some companies uh, locally that uh, have engaged in this kind of approach, uh, they actually change up every day. So I, I was curious about how Ford Labs does it. Yeah, we don't change every day unless something <laughs> happens and we need to for some right. reason. But it's uh, it's an orchestrated um, process we have. We call it our allocation process, where uh, and it's both uh, time based as well as project based, and. Um, it's, it's looking at development of the team that we need to have. Mm -hmm. It's looking at the amount of work we're trying to, to solve for. Uh, but we do orchestrate those moves um, on a regular basis. So any given time, you're going to see people sitting in different spots in our, okay. in our space because they're with a different team. Mm -hmm. And they're bringing those skills to that team. And you know, one of the best you know, outcomes I, that really brought it home for me was over the summer, we had a couple of interns, uh, from, uh, one from University of Michigan, one from MIT, that spent the summer with us. Mm -hmm. And their comments were, I think each of them knew two or three languages coming into their, in, you know, into our, into mm -hmm. the internship. When they left, they added three or four more to their uh, ability, mm -hmm. just through the pairing process. Mm -hmm. And they were, they were blown away. Mm -hmm. So really great experience. And when they kind of gave us that feedback, it, it really hit home of the power of pair programming. Well, so you, you talk about having interns in the office. I guess one way to, uh, to close out our conversation today mm -hmm. is to talk about your team itself. Mm -hmm. And as you described earlier, pretty rapid growth and yeah. uh, size here. Um, talk a little bit about the, the types of people that you look for and uh, what kind of traits are important to sure. be a part of the, the Ford Lab team. Yeah, <clears throat> so we, um, there's three, primarily three roles that we, we have within our team. Uh, the first one is software engineer that we've talked about. Uh, the second one is a product manager, right? So. Uh, you know, coming from the, the, the Ford environment, this isn't a project manager. These are people that can feel ownership of a product, product. help to shape a product, and bring that to life, bring it to market, uh, focus on what's important, what's not important. And then the, the third role is product designer. Mm -hmm. And that's not just the person that designs the user, user interface. It's, you know, they're looking at the whole experience of how does a customer interact with a, mm -hmm. a piece of software and designing it 
to, to do just that and to make their life easier and to add value. So those are the three roles that we have in our, our space. We're recruiting for all of them. Mm -hmm. um, if I put a shameless plug in for careers.ford.com uh, and search on Ann Arbor as the work location, you'll see postings okay. for those positions. So we're, we are actively uh, recruiting and still looking for great talent to join the team. So to maybe finish our conversation, one of the things that you noted when you came, uh, when we sat down together, that I'm a owner of a Ford product because I had a, a key fob here. For, for uh, folks that are consumers of, of various Ford products, uh, what, tell, what's something or two, two or three things that Ford Labs has worked on that a customer might experience? Um, so the work we're doing right now in labs isn't going to touch uh, an end customer okay. like, like you, Paul. Um, we're looking at some uh, more business-to-business -business type of services okay. that we're exploring. Um, you know, still getting to an end customer, but focused on a couple different markets. And at this point, I don't want to go into more detail, That's okay. if you don't mind. Sure. But um, you know, what's interesting is the way we have we're working within Ford Labs is getting a lot of attention across the Ford product development organization. So a few weeks ago, we had our chief technology officer visit and understand how we're working. Mm -hmm. uh, we've had a lot of our PD, our product development senior mm -hmm. leadership team here looking at how we're working. And what I'd like to say is, you know, with Ford Labs and, and the story within Ford is, it's not necessarily what we're building, it's how we're building it. Mm -hmm. And the way we construct teams, how we empower those teams and how we allow them to uh, create great products. And that's really what we're working to continue to model and develop and ultimately scale across Ford. Well, I do know that Ford uh, is is a company that is very much in, in a transition. And I mean that in the sense of uh, all of the new uh, mobility concepts that are out there. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it's really, uh, I guess, gratifying to us that, that uh, Ford Labs ch has chosen uh, this location to be a part of what's happening here and and also uh, you know we express our appreciation for coming into uh, this community and and really sort of uh, jumping right in and being a part of things like tech track and other things that we're doing so I really appreciate uh, having a chance to talk to you today yeah thank you Paul uh, likewise innovative businesses and leaders are what make Ann Arbor a destination for startups and growing global businesses by sharing their stories, they share what makes this region stand out for the exceptional schools, abundant parks, amazing community services that all contribute to our quality of life. Conversations on economic opportunity are a way to spotlight those who are helping this region thrive. Thank you for listening to Conversations on Economic Opportunity. We hope you'll like and share the content you heard today. For additional podcasts and information about Spark, visit annarborusa.org.